Welcome to AI Marketing, a podcast for sales and marketing professionals that want to increase their sales, leads, and conversions through the use of artificial intelligence solutions. And now, here's your host, Mark Fredelman. Mari Smith is someone you should know if you're using Facebook as a marketer. She is well-renowned as a Facebook guru and evangelist. That's why I was very excited to discuss with her where Facebook is heading with AI and how we can all capitalize on it as sales and marketing professionals. So let's get started. Mari, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mark. I'm thrilled to be here. I'm thrilled you are here. (laughs) Thank you. And not virtually, you're really here. Uh, Mari, can you start with um, your bio? Give us a little bit of background and uh, I'll get the audience caught up at the end of the podcast. Okie dokie. So sure, I am a Scottish-Canadian. I was born in Canada with Scottish parents. I immigrated to San Diego 20 years ago and have always loved people and technology, the internet and relationships. And so in 2007, when I got invited to participate in a beta test team for a Facebook app that uh, I was a little bit resistant, I must confess, I was a bit of a holdout. I was like, eh, I, you know, I'm a natural networker. Do I really need this technology thing and try to do it online? <laughs> but because uh, uh, I hadn't had a great experience up to that point, there really wasn't anything remotely like Facebook. And, you know, my space was like, not for me. Uh, but the bottom line is I just absolutely fell in love with the platform and I was able to utilize all of my experience since the early uh, 2000s in the world of internet marketing and information marketing, email marketing, plus I was a trained and certified relationship coach. And so I fused those two worlds together, my love of people, my love of tech. And uh, just within a very short period of time, within about three weeks, I was like, oh my gosh, did you, you on Facebook? Are you on Facebook? Everywhere I went, I was just getting more and more people on Facebook. And not for personal, I got to tell you, it was always for the business networking component of it, for like building your virtual Rolodex. Wonderful. Yeah, I mean, you have such a class about yourself where you don't even know, you know, it's a business context. You always, I always feel like it's personal with you, even though I know there's a business context behind it. So you've done an amazing job doing that. Thank um, you. I wanted to bring up something you said at Social Media World in April of this year, 2019. You mm-hmm. cited chatbots as a rising trend, saying 40% of people said that they don't care if customer service comes from a, a human or technology. What, is mm-hmm. that, what, what should that our audience take away from that? Yeah, so if a customer is in a situation where they have a problem, they just want resolution. They don't want to get all out in relationship. And here's the thing, because we're at that moment anyway, we're so used to doing these phone trees and you call and it's like you press one for this and 10 for that and 11 for that. And then it's like, now you're on hold and now you're on hold and you're on hold. And it can be excruciatingly painful. It's like, we just want a solution. We want resolution. And so that's where that stat comes from. That study is just basically like give us the answer in that moment. But there are times where, you know, like let's just use, I don't know, AAA as an example. You're, you're stranded on the side of a road. You don't want to be interacting with a bot. You want a real human to talk to you and let you know, you know, okay, you're going to be okay and send a, send a truck out or something like that. Just use an example off the top of my head. But there's, there's, a, there's room for both. And this is where I love that you're having this conversation and doing this podcast, Mark, because the, I think there's almost like a fear around AI. Yeah. And also there's, a fascination with it. And, and there's many companies that are just really leading the way. 
And then as it pertains to specifically around chat bots, we're, we've been used to them for years on the side of a website or you go to a website, a little thing pops up, you know, how can I help you? But now if we kind of get that over into Messenger in the, in the Facebook family of apps, and we are in a really interesting place right now because it was actually two years ago I was keynoting digital marketers traffic and conversion right here in San Diego. I think it was like 6,000 people. And I pull up the Messenger logo and I have this, I just have the word Messenger and the giant logo up there on the screen. And then I hit my little button and it says, marketers may ruin Messenger. <laughs> so right. that's my concern is this, you know, okay, sure, we don't care if the answer comes from a bot or a human, but if I get myself into a bot sequence and all of a sudden I'm getting bombarded with marketing messages, that's a big no-no. Right? And I know we'll get into this in some of your other yeah. questions in a minute, but like that's where I have some deep concerns is that there's, like you and I both know, there's massive potential with AI and bots and just the use of technology, but we we can't allow the kind of, you know, uh, opportunist type marketers to take so much advantage of it that they ruin it for the rest of us. Yeah, and we know they ruin it for email, which is why, uh, you know, we're having problems yeah. with email deliverability and yep. spam and all the rest of the stuff. I, I think email is a victim of its own success. And yes, cross platform, true. anyone can get it, unlike Facebook Messenger and some of the other, you know, Slack and, and some of the other mm -hmm. uh, Messenger technology that, that that's out there. But I think at this point, I think Facebook has done a good job of saying, okay, you've got to have unsubscribe or stop in your bot so you could stop it immediately. Unlike email where you've got to you know, physically hit unsubscribe and hopefully they have it in their email. Uh, mm -hmm. And then you have to sometimes play a game with that landing page as to whether you can unsubscribe or not. I think Facebook at this point has done a good job. But that leads me into my next question for you is, Within Facebook, in a marketing context, or either a sales and marketing context, where where is AI heading? Um, and, and are you kind of, you know, deeply ingrained with this uh, with Facebook, or is it just kind of a, a view that you've had based on your interactions with them? It's a little bit of well, I'm not deeply ingrained on the AI side of like in product development, that's for sure. But 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 certainly, I do work with their blueprint team and uh, doing a certification. A program that's coming out specifically around digital skills the first time they've expanded yeah. beyond just their own products where they're, they're doing uh, certifications on marketing in general um, or certainly you know that that whole the whole aspect of it uh, but but no where I see this going based on my in-depth study of Zuckerberg and everything that they're doing their FA and their quarterly earnings calls and this when it was announced earlier this year about this concept of interoperability in being able to have the WhatsApp, Instagram Direct, and Facebook Messenger have the ability to basically be set up on the same infrastructure so that, and the example Zuck used was, let's say I'm in Facebook Marketplace and I see an item that I want to buy. Now, I really don't use that. I don't know about you, but I don't use Marketplace, but I know 800 million people do. <laughs> I do use it. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of on my list to check out more. And it's just not something I've really gone deep into. But right. but um, you've got Marketplace that has, it's become one of the top places to buy and sell cars, apparently. So, um, but I don't know. I just, for, for most of what I've seen, it just hasn't been of interest to me. But I know that people are doing extremely well with it. So you've got Facebook Marketplace. The examples I used was somebody, let's say they're in the States. They see this person selling an item. They want to message that person. They're outside of the US and they're probably more likely to be using WhatsApp. 
Well, instead of making that potential buyer, oh my gosh, I got to open up my WhatsApp or maybe I don't even have WhatsApp. I'm gonna go, it's like, you just press that button. You're messaging the person. You're sending it through Messenger. It's landing in their WhatsApp inbox. So, you know, I, I, this is just the absolute tippy tip of the iceberg that we're seeing with what Facebook wants to do with private messaging and and reading the tea leaves, if you will, reading between the lines, yeah. what Facebook is doing in this whole conversation and this pivot to privacy and where Zuckerberg is just banging on a drum that the future is private, it's private messages, it's encryption, end-to-end encryption, and that it's about Messenger, WhatsApp, and Instagram Direct and whatever else they bring out, but that's probably just those three for now and private messaging. But really, that's probably a major response to some of the trouble that they got themselves into with the data and everything, you know, the FTC um, investigations and potential regulation and so on and so forth. However, obviously, there's another aspect of it, regardless of all that trouble that they got themselves into, that users are wanting to kind of go back, if you will, to more of a private conversation and so as a as a business as opposed to like everything being public right and putting themselves at risk of of having their data scraped but still even the private stuff who knows where that's all going to go but i think as a marketer as a business person looking to see well gosh how can i take advantage of ai and chatbots in terms of what facebook's ruling out there's again the tip of the iceberg they at f8 there the new the new head of uh messenger I forget her name right now is a female she took over from from the previous um well david marcus but he's on doing the cryptocurrency now <laughs> but what they said would really struck a chord with me at the fa is they said that with messenger because it's such an established messaging platform they're now building a social network around it so I think that what we're going to start seeing is much more use of, of AI, not just chatbots, but just the use of AI inside of Messenger. I completely agree with everything you said, uh, and I, I, I'm happy to hear you know, some of that stuff is, is happening within Facebook. And, and uh, you know, I, I think if Facebook were smart, they would really, and maybe they're doing this, they would really embrace some of the people that are out there you know, creating these bots, and there's, what, millions of them now? Uh, I'm not seeing a lot of that within Facebook right now. Maybe I'm just missing the boat on that. And uh, there are no, they're not. They're not. Why do you think that is? Well, so and I have heard this from one of my bot companies that I work with that the team heading up Messenger, they just are not that in touch with their plans. And and I in the years that I've worked with Facebook internally as a, as a subcontractor, always a subcontractor and doing consulting and whatnot with them or speaking or whatever it might be, that I have found them to be excruciatingly siloed. And and then they're not only the siloed, but often I've seen where a project will get started, they allocate a team and then something happens, that team pivots, they're onto something else and that project just sitting on the cutting room floor, so to speak. And so right now, the unfortunate thing with Messenger, and, and Facebook doesn't even realize this, but the, they, they don't seem to have a, a proper kind of roadmap when it comes to chatbots. Oh, they have a roadmap for how to, you know, popularize and get more people using it and using the group chat feature and video chats and all that kind of good stuff for the consumer. But in terms of the chatbot side of things, you know, they've put out these different rules and they got their 24-1 rule and they got their 
page level subscription approvals um, you know, and they're really not allowed to have any promotions, although I see people doing it all the time, whether I've, you know, if I've subscribed or not. Um, and I've heard from one of the bot companies I work with is there's like, they're like saying to Facebook, you know, we got like three weeks until this change comes uh, where I, I don't even, I can't even barely articulate the rule, but whatever the new rule is where you have to have approvals and Facebook themselves are just not, they're not even able to say this is our onboarding plan. This is our transition plan for the, the cutoff dates. I'm going to get somebody from Facebook, you know, on here to kind of talk about that because it, I mean, I just look at the engagement of chatbots and how many are out there and how many people are using them, but it's off the charts. It's a little disconcerting that they're not even looking at that as even an advertising opportunity or some kind of monetization opportunity. I, I agree. I agree. There's enormous potential sitting right here under their noses. And if they did, if Facebook were to begin to reach out to some of these chatbot companies and form deeper relationships, and I mean, obviously, they're partners in terms of being able to develop and have you know, the API access and all that. But what's coming is, and just to circle back real quick with yeah. the interoperability part of Instagram Direct and WhatsApp, it will not be long for sure before we're seeing obviously the chatbot component or uh, functionality coming to also coming to WhatsApp and Instagram direct. And, 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 and if we add into the mix, you know, I'm thinking chatbots predominantly as we're talking offline about customer service, but a big area that Facebook's leaning into more and more and more every, every day goes by is, is social commerce. And so being able to do sales so to be able to sell on Instagram and on Facebook and on Messenger and on WhatsApp without ever leaving the app. So your credit card saved on file, you tap a button and then that AI, that bot would be able to just follow up with you, track the package, give you updates, upsell you, whatever it might be. And so, you know, that, that would, is a big part of Facebook's vision. Well, I mean, especially with Libra coming online here. Um, oh my gosh. Yes. Year, if you're able to pay, with Libra and it's on a chatbot that's, you know, you don't even need a landing page because a chatbot is an interactive conversational landing page if you program it right. Uh, yes. Then there's, yeah, you don't need to leave the platform to somebody's website. And then, I don't know if it's game over at that point, but certainly they have us marketers by the cojones, uh, sorry to use that phrase. And, um, uh, but it'll be a very interactive experience and something that, you know, we don't have to, create all this extra content for in order to, to get people uh, to ultimately do what we want, which is to buy our services and, and products. That's uh, so true. Yeah. Yeah. I often say hashtag resistance is futile, right? Especially <laughs> <laughs> with Facebook. Uh, unless they're broken up by Congress, but that, that's a story from a, a, another day. But yeah. I, the, the one thing I do worry about, I'm going to take the flip side. Mm -hmm. say, you know, with Facebook, I'm kind of happy they're not paying a lot of attention to chatbots right now. This is the flip side of the argument. <laughs> okay. Because every time they start paying attention to something, like let's take the political sphere, um, they poured a lot of resources on it and things change to things, whether you agree with them or not, they, they change a lot. Mm -hmm. And if they start pouring a lot of resources and attention on these chatbots, I wonder if they're going to say, okay, there's a, uh, you know, we have shareholders. There's a, there's a monetization <laughs> opportunity here and now we're going to make it so that marketers have to pay to play and that's a little bit what i'm worried about that there'll be something implemented like that where you know most people know now you know you can have a professional account on um 
uh, ManyChat for $10 a month, which is nothing. So you could create a pretty powerful bot for $10, $10 a month. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, you probably want to work with a professional um, like uh, our organization or somebody else's to get that up and running, at least your first couple. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's pretty inexpensive to start a chat bot and to keep it active and to maintain it. And mm-hmm. there's too much attention on this. I, I wonder, Mari, what you think uh, will happen once, you know, there's a lot of attention from Facebook and, and some of the monetization teams that are there. Yeah, it's a really great point. As we were just saying offline, is, are, are us marketers at the mercy of all of a sudden some a team uh, resources do get allocated more so inside of the messenger department or just Facebook in general because they'll pull an Instagram direct and WhatsApp as well, I'm sure. And then are we at the mercy of them going, oh, you know, we just decided to develop our own thing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, oh, wait, what? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Hopefully not. Hopefully not because they're, you know, I know that both ManyChat and there's Chat Fuel, there's Mobile Monkeys, a company I work with, Larry Kim's company, the founder of WordStream. And uh, probably ManyChat right now is the, is the most known one, the most successful. Um, but I think that there's, I think what's happened in the marketplace with businesses over the last maybe couple years is that the interest level cooled off just a tiny bit, just an, enough that there wasn't quite as much buzz and excitement, but that's an educational yeah. thing, right? That's where I feel like people like you and I, we, we owe it to the marketplace to start showing them the power of AI and chatbots and sequencing it in a way that isn't so dang automated. People just think they're interacting with a robot. But you bring in that, as we were saying earlier, that heart element, that relationship element. So like one of my favorite buttons on a chatbot sequence would be talk to a human. Right. You know, just tap that button. You're only ever one tap away from getting yourself in front of a real human. That would be awesome. I feel like the reason why there was that lull, and I remember it pretty well, mm-hmm. um, was because, and there still isn't really, but there wasn't that Pokemon moment, like Pokemon for yeah. AR. You know, what's going to be that Pokemon moment for AI in terms of a, a marketing use case? You know, whether it's a, just a killer chat bot or an Alexa ta- uh, skill or some other AI solution that, that uh, will emerge. Once that happens, I think it's, you know, either a gold rush for marketers or, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. So I, I think that's what we're waiting for. I don't know what you think about that. I do. And I was just having a really great chat the other week with one of the, the key executives at ManyChat. And he was asking me, like, what's your vision of an ideal bot? Because I've really, I've, I really like many, many marketers. I went all in like a year and a half, two years ago. And then I just got a little disillusioned because yeah. I just, I get so much spam. And Facebook right. has the worst spam folders on their business inboxes on Facebook. And somehow they've managed to get it pretty good on the personal inbox. But, you know, all these contacts that are just useless because they're spammers or, you know, in a foreign country, they're not not a prospect for me. So, uh, and so I answered um, uh, Sid at ManyChat and I'm like, you know what, I would love to create like buzz around my chatbot where even my fellow marketers were like, oh my God, have you seen what Mari Smith's doing? And they get excited about interacting with it and they come and they, it's, there's, it's fun and quirky and entertaining, but they can get so much value and answers and it would take quite a bit of building. It'd be a lot and maintaining. I'd start simple and just be, you know, kind of FAQ. And then it's like from there, some education, but all very, very cleverly mapped out to driving people different funnels and offers and Facebook groups and, you know, sequences or 
eventually, like you said earlier, eventually gets them to do what we want, which is a sale, but in, in such a way um, that it's really with integrity and with heart and, and uh, bringing that real human aspect. Or, of course, if they're already a customer, that they come in and they know where they can get good customer service, partial bought and partial humans. Um, and that's where, um, you know, maybe that like the voice, we could even talk about the voice aspect of, it. I don't know if that's something you, you delve into, but yes. I think this whole voice activated arena is something to kind of put on the table because Facebook's pushing their portal device like crazy. And, and who knows what kind of penetration they'll really manage to get. It's, it's, I think that Zuck actually said, I think in one of the previous earnings calls one or two quarters ago, that <laughs> they, they were kind of pleasantly surprised by, by the sales of it. Uh, but they really got to compete with with Amazon's Echo. Um, but again, back to that commerce where you can do some voice-activated ordering directly hooked up, as you mentioned with Libra. I mean, it's just, it's it's exciting. It's mind-boggling, but it's exciting. You know, a year from now, five years from now. But if we can be thought leaders in this arena and really showing the way of how to do all this AI with, uh, with keeping that human element intact. In, in you brought up the a point that I just want to expand a little bit mm. um, because I was unaware that Facebook had made the announcement that they're now going to integrate chatbots within WhatsApp, Instagram, and Facebook into one interface. I don't know if I'm characterizing that correctly. They, they didn't make an announcement. I just know, I know that it will be coming at some point. Wow. I mean, that's huge for marketers yeah. listening to this. I mean, Instagram is big. Facebook is, is big. And so is WhatsApp. I mean, imagine yeah. a single bot that's patrolling those three channels that you're on and the power of, you know, what we'll have in our hands as marketers to, to get our message out there and, and tell our story. And that's, that's, that's a huge thing. Oh, hundred percent. Because here's the thing for those of us, if you're in the United States and you only have customers inside the United States and it's like the other apps are not really on your radar, but it's like, if you have customers outside the U S you absolutely, must be active on WhatsApp and really familiarizing yourself with the business app. They have the beta available now in iOS, uh, the uh, the business uh, WhatsApp. It's been out on Android for a little while. And just because it also it's been out for a while, actually, Mark, is the ability right inside of Facebook Ads Manager is to do ads driving. It's a CTA called Action Button right to message you on WhatsApp. Yeah. And so that's super smart for anybody who's outside the U.S. And, and you know, vast majority of Facebook users are outside the U.S. And only a small portion are actually in the U.S. So, you know, those of us that are over here in the Western world, we, we have to keep expanding our minds in terms of what's possible. I really love that video. I showed a little clip of it at Social Media Marketing World that New York Times created actually three years ago now around China's WeChat. And anybody can just Google it. Just put New York Times WeChat. And uh, it'll show you the video. It's a five-minute video, but it gives you like a glimpse into what you know Facebook's trying to accomplish with their family of apps. They'll never do it in one app like WeChat, but they will get there with their family of apps where you've got everything inside with your, you know, whether it's your finances, your like whole hospital systems or your pet groomer or whatever it might be, and you know, interacting with businesses through just through this handheld device called a phone. Yeah. <laughs> You know, when you, when you said global and mm. you talked about chatbots working on WhatsApp, Instagram, and Facebook Messenger, when, when you bring Libra into that, I mean, now you have a global currency where you don't have to mess around with wires and ACHs. I'm not even sure ACHs work globally, 
but that all goes out the door, doesn't it? I mean, now you could buy something in uh, India uh, from somebody in the U.S., and you don't have to worry about all these, uh, first of all, international transactions, reporting, and all the rest of that stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. it's pretty exciting as a marketer, especially if you're selling digital products. So, so I agree 1,000%, Mark. When that announcement came out, I actually think it was only yeah, June, June 18th, I had it on my calendar. I was waiting. I knew this white paper was coming out. I like cleared my calendar. I'm like, I'm going to go study this. And I just got so excited, and I did a Facebook Live, and I wrote up a big uh, you know, um, thought piece on it. And I'm like, gosh, this is, this is game changer big time, which of course we knew that, but they're going after initially the unbanked, which I think that again, us yeah. in the Western world, we couldn't even imagine functioning in life without a bank account. Right. But you got that huge, uh, they call them the rising billion in, in India. And, uh, you know, Zach said, that's one of the first markets they'll be going after. It is already with WhatsApp and WhatsApp payments, but you add the crypto layer on there or the stable coin, whatever they're calling it. Uh, but you know you're you're right. They want to make this Libra the ability to be able to just transact, send and receive money as simple as send and receiving a text. I mean, it's amazing. It's it's extremely smart. If this is really their plan, uh, it, it's unbelievably smart. And you're doing it on the blockchain. And there's so many different things that you can do on the blockchain that we can't get into uh, today. But um, that could be a whole other episode for another podcast. Um, but let me let me wrap things up. Uh, Mari, by asking you a final question, and that is, in a hundred words or less, what is your chatbot or AI voice app or some kind of AI solution that you recommend or that you use, and and uh, and why? <laughs> well, I wish I could say hand on heart, I use this, and it's amazing. I'm having all these incredible results, but right now I'm kind of in the trenches with a lot of your listeners, where I'm experimenting and I'm testing, and I have used Mobile Monkey for a little while and before that use many chat i'm talking to many chat again so right now i'm, I'm just going to i'm going to cheat and give you two so it'd be either mobile monkey or many chat um they have different interfaces they both pretty much do the same thing and it's just a matter of preference but um i think the most important takeaway here and i'm probably over my hundred words is is to make sure you map out your chatbot. It's very simple. Yeah. You're not going to have a big fancy, fancy, if this, then that logarithmic, but start simple and really build it and maintain it. Um, but uh, I, I love that you're doing this, Mark. And I think it's a, it's an important conversation. And as I said earlier, it's critical that marketers get the education because that's the piece that's missing. You don't know what's possible uh, as, as once you start getting in and realizing, oh my gosh, I could just automate some of this. <laughs> I couldn't believe there wasn't a podcast on AI marketing. That's why I started it. Secondly, you're right. I mean, you just it just needs exposure because it is incredibly powerful. Uh, we've got a few clients that all they use are chatbots to drive leads and sales. That's it. They have nothing else. They don't use email. They don't use anything else. So it's it's really robust even today. And I think we're in the infancy of of you know AI and especially as it pertains to marketing and sales. Totally agree. Yep. Does Twitter have one? Twitter needs to I don't think it has a bot yet. <laughs> I, if they do, I'll be the first to kind of track down who's in charge of it and, and work with them. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so that brings us to the end of the show. I do want to tell any of our listeners that if you want to learn more about Mari Smith, she uh, is at marismith.com slash video kit where you can learn about what she's doing with that. Uh, I also encourage you to explore our chat bot on Facebook marketing by going to our fa- our Facebook uh, page, which is facebook.com forward slash fanatics media. 
I also put in the notes since Mari brought it up, we do have a chatbot map template that you can download for free, and um, that will allow you to help you know map out if you're going to use ManyChat, you're going to use Mobile to help you uh, map out what it is that you um, would like to do, and and uh, makes it a lot easier to program either one of those two um, interfaces. And I will end with a marketing quote, as I always do. And this one is from Seth Godin. Marketing is no longer about the stuff that you make, but about the stories you tell. Thanks again, Mari. Really appreciate you being on the show. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me.